We began today by commemorating Christ's entrance into Jerusalem on Palm Sunday. When people greeted him, the crowds greeted him with shouts of Hosanna to the son of David, proclaiming him to be this long-awaited king, Messiah king, ready to crown him king, really. That's how we begin today on Palm Sunday. But as we see in our gospel, a complete 180 happens, a complete turnaround. A mere five days later, those crowds that have been ready to crown him king are ready to put a crown of thorns on his head. Those crowds that had shouted Hosanna to the son of David, they now shout crucify him and demand that he be executed in a horrific fashion. Such is the mystery of Holy Week. And I suppose someone could make the remark, how fickle the crowd. And that remark would be true insofar as it goes. They are fickle. But we are no different. We're cut from the same cloth. And we see that with Peter, right? Peter says, Lord, I'll follow you anywhere, even to the death. And then a matter of hours later, he denies our Lord three times. But this is the great mystery of Holy Week, that even though we are fickle and obstinate, even though we aren't as faithful as we ought to be, even though we're sinners, God still loves us so much that he became a man, sent his, the eternal Son of God, second person of the Holy Trinity, to become a man, like us in all things but sin. And in the fullness of time, Jesus goes to Jerusalem to the holy city, knowing full well what awaits him. He goes knowing that the crowds that proclaim him the Davidic Messiah King on Palm Sunday will in a matter of days shout crucify him. He knows that, and he goes willingly. No one takes his life from him, but he lays it down of his own accord for us so that He could atone for our sins superabundantly so that he could defeat the greatest enemy that's ever plagued mankind, sin and suffering and death and the devil. This is the mystery of Holy Week, that God so loved the world that he sent his son to die on the cross to save us from our sins. And he rose from the grave, um, giving us hope of one day following with him, of rising from the grave and entering a new and eternal Jerusalem, uh, of entering paradise. This week, we have an opportunity to follow in the footsteps of our Lord from Palm Sunday to the beauty of Holy Thursday when Jesus washed the feet of his disciples and instituted two sacraments, the priesthood, and the Eucharist. Then on Good Friday, we have an opportunity to follow Christ in his agony and passion all the way to Calvary and to adore and venerate his holy cross on which our salvation was won. On Holy Saturday, we have an opportunity to enter into the silence of Jesus in the tomb. Jesus dead and in the tomb, the tomb sealed. But on Saturday night, as the sun goes down, we'll celebrate the great Easter vigil 
anticipating his glorious resurrection. And then on Easter Sunday, we, we celebrate this great victory over sin and death. What appeared on Good Friday to be the greatest of tragedies was, by the power of God, the greatest of victories. Don't let this week be business as usual. Take time to enter into these mysteries. You can do that by attending the various Holy Week liturgies, as well as just daily entering in prayer into this sacred reality. Don't let this week be business as usual. Let us follow our Lord to Jerusalem, to the upper room, to the cross, and to the empty tomb, to his resurrection.